Tonight is Ghost Story Night. Join us for the scary stories and our guest host. So grab your proton pack and call Zach Baggins, because tonight we're hunting ghosts. scoured the podcast world and finally found us newsworthy with steve and jerry where we delve into all things mysterious macabre or out of this world and decide if they are truly newsworthy two words and two question marks why should you work with ed lock a better question is, why wouldn't you work with him? He is a proud to support an amazing lender, USA Mortgage. When you work with them, you can expect a home financing experience that is free of hassles and headaches. They have complete control over your loan due to in-house operations such as processing, underwriting, closing, and funding. USA Mortgage represents a lot of fantastic things but they are especially thrilled to partner in several community outreach programs, including Habitat for Humanity, Home Sweet Home, Veterans Community Project, and many, many more. They love going to work every day, which means they love working for you. Ed wants to be your lender for life, so reach out to him today and get the journey started. If you would like more information, please reach out to Edlock at area code 502 NMLS 448-908, USA Mortgage NMLS 227-262. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions may apply. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Mr. Jerry, how are you tonight? I'm doing great and getting better. Sweet. Well, I am too. I yes, am you too. Are. You know why I'm better? Why are you better? Because we have a special guest with yes, us tonight. Um, long story, really short. I had a procedure on my neck last week. Didn't, didn't know if I was going to be able to speak, so we invited a guest host. Uh, my voice is still kind of eh. So tonight, we are blessed to have Mr. Brett with us tonight. He's going to be sharing some personalized ghost stories. And we're going to get this thing started off right. How you doing, Brett? I'm doing good. I good. got some big shoes to fill. I've been I've been listening <laughs> since like I think you guys were about ten episodes in, and I started listening. I don't listen. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of been on and off, but we yeah. didn't pay him to say that either. <laughs> so, by the way, a little background: he was good friends with one of Steve's sons in high school. Right. He literally grew up. In with, my house. With, in his house, and Steve and his wife watching him. And, and that's where I first met you. He, very good guy. Very smart, intelligent guy. Oh, yeah. And when I say smart, I'm not talking, you know, Ooh. all these kind of maybe iffy. I'm talking this guy literally tutored calculus for 
in his senior year at UK, an extremely intelligent They're guy. making me sound way too good. And, uh, you, well, guys are, you guys well, are going to be... We're giving you this because we're not going to say you look really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad there's no video, for sure. <laughs> oh, we, would, we wouldn't be this far in if there was video. People would be like suing us and stuff for hurting their eyeballs. But seriously, we are very grateful to have you here. With I'm us. super pumped to be here. Absolutely. Now, there is a possibility. We wanted Brett to come on in, even though my voice is okay, um, that I may have to miss due to this issue that I got going on. And any time I do, Brett's been gracious enough to say, hey, you need me, I'm here. So I just wanted to introduce him and how things flow. And, uh, and I, I just, words can't express what that means to me because consistency, we've always been consistent with the podcast. Um, Try to be. Uh, always. And, you know, we can't control our health all of the time. Sometimes things just happen. And You and I were just saying a couple of weeks ago that we were surprised that we'd been able to go this long without, without yeah. someone having a bad cold. Right. Food, something that That's rare. Yeah. This from yeah. happening. Yeah. For, so, what, a year and almost a couple two years. Months. Yeah. Going on two and years. It seems like consistency is key across the board in any, yeah. anything like this. Is. So... Anyway, Brett's going to start tonight. Who wants to start tonight? And I'm just kind of here. I'm bonus material today. (laughs) Well, I'll start by saying this. I went to a bookstore today, and I was fortunate enough that I saw a book that was entitled How to End 50% of Your Problems. I bought two. (laughs) Jerry, that is terrible. I'm in great shape, guys. That's terrible. You, you've sense. had a whole week, and that's what you come up with, dude. I just got rid of all my problems. How could I? Be I better? mean, he's he's got it covered now. He's he's, he's, he's good. <laughs> Life is good. I I can't I I just absolutely cannot believe you spent a week on that. Really? That's what you got. <laughs> Would you like me to my no. tissue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear tissue. <laughs> <laughs> my tissue. Oh. oh, man. You know what? I wish they could have. You guys need to start, you know, filming the, the pre-episode <laughs> and just, like, have a Patreon where you release the pre-episode <laughs> oh, of, like, you, you guys. <laughs> I wonder if the pre-episode would also go into your Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, you, you might as well tell the joke. <laughs> you know, you know, I was talking about having a health issue. Six months ago, I joined a gym. You did. But I've had no progress whatsoever. Okay. So I figure, I know. So I figure tomorrow I'm going to go over there and see what the hell the problem is. (laughs) Yep, I think you should. (laughs) I absolutely think you should. Oh, mercy. Steve, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking sweet red wine as from Oliver Winery. It is smooth and sweet. It's very keen on the sweet side. This is a, you, you shouldn't drink this. Drink. Is it sweeter than the Stella Rosa? Yes. Yes, it's much sweeter. Now, this is a mass-produced wine, but it's made in Bloomington, Indiana. Very nice. Makes me happy. I like We've things when they get close. have wine before. I don't know. Yes, I don't think it was this type. flavor, but it's very tasty. And I'm going to see if I can't. Uh, go ahead and drink a whole bottle. What the hell? <laughs> Might as well. I mean, what what, what are you got? drinking tonight? I'm I'm drinking a Brent, man's drink over Brent here. Is bucking the curve here. I'm uh I'm drinking a man's drink. I'm drinking good old fashioned Kentucky bourbon, made right here in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. 
Kentucky spirit made it wild turkey. Yeah. Actually, I have a rule. I have a rule that I can only have one shot of bourbon and still drive. But if I have two more, I won't. So I actually found out the most reasonable bourbon drinkers, they have the same rule. You want to know why? Why? It's too whiskey. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. I would agree. Oh, I would agree. So here's where I tell the people that Brett has almost subbed in for us on numerous occasions. And he's had like six months to come up with the best he's got. Two whiskeys. Get him more fun, but I like it. I like him more fun. Oh, wow. I do. So, today, ghost stories. Ghost stories. And, you know, we're getting into Halloween, so we're going to have a bunch of ghosts and goblins and kooky stuff. And I know you and I are making some plans to go to a couple of haunted places or spooky places and report back. You're welcome to join us. Brett's got like 723 kids, though, so it's a little more difficult. Unfortunately, 722. Oh, 22. Yeah, yeah. You know. I'm glad you can keep up with them. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Did you just start naming them like A, B, A1, A2? How'd you know? I mean, that's, that's exactly, yeah. I, Being I, a math guy, I figured. And you just, every, every day is a birthday, so you just, you know, <laughs> flip a coin. Oh, it's, it's probably your birthday, isn't it? <laughs> no? no it's okay. Seriously, though, he does have three kids. I do, yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful babies. I, I was, I met uh, Brett yesterday. We sat and talked about this show for a few minutes. It was actually the first time I saw you since the beginning of COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. I uh, knew that you had one kid for sure. I thought I'd heard Steve mention a second, and I mentioned this two kids, and Brett's like, "No, it's three actually." Yeah, the third one came pretty quick after now, the second. Here's, one, so. here's one of my questions: What's that? After World War II, we had the boomers because people getting back together. After Vietnam, we had another generation of people getting back together. Okay. I wonder, and it never fails, when we have a bad, in Kentucky especially, and we're trapped. You know, up north it really doesn't matter. But when we have a bad winter here, nine months later, there's a bunch of children. I wonder, if COVID, I wonder if COVID had, had that same impact because we were all told to stay indoors and stay yeah. home. Well, I think it probably would have, uh, but something prevented that. Uh, there was probably a lot more pregnancies. Unfortunately, they were together for so long. That there were a lot of murders. <laughs> so I'm sure that the murder probably outlasted. I got you. Pregnancy. Gotcha. So I'm sure the pregnancy rate probably did not go up. Yeah, about a month in, they were like, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> Actually, I did read, unfortunately, it, it's true that the uh, abuse rate went up. Jeez. Right. He's crazy. You, you don't have a way to get away. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no getting away. When both of you are. You know, your job's just saying either work from home or the, right. there is no job. You're at home 24-7. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, it's sad. Depression went up. I mean, yeah. Very sad. But anyway, we are going to be talking about ghosts tonight. I think Brett has a couple of ghost stories that he's going to lead us off with. Yeah. Ooh. If you want, yeah, take go it ahead. away. <clears throat> go ahead and get started. So... So back in 2006, uh, my grandfather died. And so my, fam- my, my grandfather lived in Missouri. So we, uh, you know, our whole family drove up there. We stayed for a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, we got the, 
there was a lot of things that happened that were very strange, very out of the ordinary. Uh, so any particular place like his house or just everywhere? Yeah, my uncle's house where he he stayed a lot. A, a lot of stuff happened there. Um, that was actually that, that was the majority of where things happened. That was where his car was. That was where um, his guitar was, which he was you know, he's a big guitar player. So, um, <clears throat> but the, so the first thing that that happened, it was uh, it was right when he died. So my mom and uncle were driving, actually me and my sister in the car, and we were going to visit our family. So <clears throat> basically they, they said that there was a big white light that was started coming towards their car. And so they kept driving. The white light kept coming closer and closer and closer. And they got to the point where it got so close, they you know, were like yelling out in fear of you know, this thing that was coming. And right when it got to the windshield, it disappeared just like that. Ooh, wow. So, so that was the first thing. Uh, the second thing, uh, so I mentioned his car was parked in my uncle's house. So we would, you know, we were hanging out a lot then with, you know, the whole family was over there a lot. Um, and we started noticing the car would lock and unlock over and over and over and over again. Now, is this as you're driving down the road? No, no, so his car was parked. So we would just be outside talking, you know, so sharing it, stories. No one's even in it. It's not Nobody's in it. Nobody. Not right. It's just on and off, on and off, on and off. Yeah, that's time to move. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I got uh, a good one for you in regards to movement of items and, yeah. and things that um, it's like. Almost like they're trying to reach out and grab your attention. Right. Hey, I'm here. One hundred percent. You know, but I didn't, I didn't interrupt. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. So that was another thing that was going on. Um, and then another thing that was that was kind of weird. Um, and it actually happened after we had gotten home. We started hearing about it. But my cousin, he was, I say he was probably about three or four at the time. He started telling his parents about seeing a man that was coming to visit him at night. You know, while he was in bed, uh, and he. You know, he wasn't scared of the man, you know, uh, and he started describing him exactly my, like my grandfather. Really? Exactly. Exactly like my grandfather. Wow. Um, <clears throat> which I thought was pretty cool. Um, another thing that happened while I was there, um, so we were all together. We were in my uncle's house. So this is the same house that the car was parked. Um, we were all, you know, sharing stories about my grandfather. And uh, so this was back in 2006. So my cousin, she had a flip phone. And just randomly, the the screen just displayed "thank you" over and over again, Whoa. like just randomly. And she still got a picture of it. I That's mean, bizarre. so it's, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. That was that was the craziest thing for me that I've experienced personally. Was it was just nuts. And it was just like she wasn't doing anything. She just opened her phone and never was. Go ahead. The one part about the child describing the man. That reminds me of something you and I have talked about before. I think I actually loaned you or your wife. I remember just reading it, the book. Do you remember the book, Evidence for Real? I actually still have it. Yeah. And they turned that <laughs> also that into a movie as well. Yeah. But does that not remind you of, do you remember the boy talking to his yeah. mom and telling her about his sister? She said, oh, you mean your sister, Sally? And he's like, no, 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 you're my other sister, the one that died in your belly. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. It's... And she's like, who told you about that? Right. He's like four years old. Yeah. He's like she did. I met her in heaven. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, so it's incredible. Yeah, things like I'm getting goosebumps. 
<laughs> yeah, so they actually had, you know, they had like, they called them Ghostbusters, you know, that, that, that came out to the house and was like, oh, yeah, there's definitely paranormal activity and stuff like that. But it, it actually, so my grandmother died six months later, like almost on the dot, six months later. And after she died, everything stopped. Really? Everything. They were back. They were back together. Everything stopped. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. But. We often talk about theological things, but sometimes I think people just get hung up. They, they have such a strong, but how long were they married? They were actually divorced. Really? But they, so yeah, I guess there's a little backstory. So they were married. They had four kids together. They got divorced. Um, so years down the road, she remarried. He didn't. He was living with her. Like they all lived together. Uh, you know, my grandmother, you know, my step grandfather, my grandfather, they all lived together. And she always said, even to her current husband, that my grandfather was the love of her life. So like always, wow. even at the, at the funeral, like that's, that's all she would say is, you know, he was the love of my life. He was the love of my life. So, <clears throat> you know, I, you know, in the family, we just think that he was waiting on her. Yeah. Uh, to, it's it's amazing the strength the power of the soul to to cling to hang on yeah you know because that's just bizarre I had a similar situation one of my best friends growing up down in Cynthiana her nanny and grandfather lived in this house uh, they lived in a bottom uh, apartment it was a house that was split into two apartments um, they lived in the bottom apartment and when we go to Cynthiana to the We'll drive past that. I want to show you where it's at. Uh, but um, he passed. And, of course, uh, she, Francis, was was beside herself. Uh, they they had spent um, umpteen million years together. And the minute he passed, weird stuff started happening. Radio would come on and go off. The radio would be on, but it would change the channel. It would go to the channel he liked, not the channel she liked. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I've seen that with my own eyes because Frances was always cooking. She loved to cook a big Sunday dinner, and it was one thing that we always went down and participated in. And sure enough, you'd be sitting there where he was eating one Sunday, and the radio just kicked on, and it was on the wrong channel. So not only did it kick on, it kicked on and changed channel. Man. And you would see shadows go across the wall. It was so bizarre. Isn't that the one I think I heard you tell things would fall out of a Cabinet yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. Like his favorite was, I think, I want to say it was Campbell's tomato soup. It was some sort of Campbell's soup. Uh, it was a long time ago. But we would be sitting there and we'd be eating dinner or whatever. And all of a sudden, a particular can of soup would fall out of the cabinet. We'd be all, you know. My goodness. Just, yeah. And, and that continued until she moved into another apartment. Now, it may have continued there, but I doubt it. I think that I kind of think and believe that. They, it's not the person, it's the place. But um, I don't know. What do you think, Jerry? You're awful quiet. It's hard for me. And here's why. I have had zero personal experiences. I've had zero immediate or close family members who have had anything similar happen. Uh, it's not like I don't believe, but it's far different when you have never experienced it and you don't know anyone that has. Right. Last night, I uh, got to thinking of some biblical verses that, that I knew the Bible talked about similar type things. And I looked up, uh, forget the exact Google search, but I was searching, does the Bible mention witches or witchcraft? 
And there was a long list of uh, examples that come up. And it makes it extremely obvious that in the Bible, this is taught from early on. Uh, just a couple of examples. Uh, one in Micah, chapter 5, verse 12. He says, I will destroy your witchcraft and you will no longer cast spells. In 1 Samuel, chapter 28, King Saul consulted a medium. She was lived in a place called Endor. And she actually summoned Samuel from the dead. Wow. So if your question is, do these things exist? Uh, the Bible teaches that miracles exist not only from powers of good, not only from Jesus and, and the apostles, but also that things, black magic existed, witchcraft existed, sorcerers existed. Uh, yes. So what do I think? I think from what you guys are describing that I am extremely glad that I have never had to make the decision of how quickly can I leave this place and never ever return again. So, but it, it goes to say, and you know, the same thing has been, even if you take the Bible out of it, which, you know, I'm a big believer of, but you can go all the way back to ancient China, the yin and the yang. Right. You can't have good without evil. You can't have light without dark you know so anyway, sorry we just totally derailed your story there Mr. you are one well actually was look it gave me time to look at this first <laughs> so uh it, you were talking about the bible talking about this we and i know we had talked right. so this is in luke 24 chapter 37 my phone would uh, uh stay there. there okay so it says uh they were startled and frightened thinking they saw a ghost he said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and feet. It is myself. Is this from when he was walking on the water? Mm. It reminded me that it may not. I believe so. so yeah, he, Jesus appears to the disciples. So he, said, he says, it is myself. Touch me, uh, my hands and feet. Um, for it is my body. Ghosts uh, do not have a body and are only spirit. Uh, does not a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. So he this, Jesus could have said, you know, ghosts you know aren't real in right. this case. And he you chose know, not to. He chose right. To he chose actually describe them. Right. Right. So interesting. Interesting. Anyways, yeah. So what are the scary stories do you have? Like yeah. So I got I got one more. I I know you had mentioned that you don't have any personal stories, but yeah, I, I have two. So so my brother in law. This is my wife's brother. So when he was older, you know, as older kids do, they, you know, get to go to the basement, they get their own space. So this, this is exactly what he did. Um, and once he moved down there, he started to see and hear things. Um, so the first thing that he noticed uh, was that he would hear his name, his name yelled. So uh, sometimes it would feel so loud. It would be so loud that it felt like someone was screaming in his ear. Holy so crap. it was a woman's voice, and he thought it would be like you know his mom or his sister. And either n nobody was in the house, or when he'd go, you know, check on it, be like, "Hey, did you call for me?" They'd be like, "No, we never said anything." So that was like Ooh. that was the first thing. That was the first thing. <laughs> was that like the beginnings of what he started to experience? Yeah, wow. yeah. That's so, a hell of a way to start. Yeah, yeah. So that was <laughs> that was. That was the and and I know we talked about this before, um, but he's 
he's told me some stuff. I think he's one of those people that just have, um, he's experienced like supernatural things in his life. Like I, I remember he was talking, you know, I'm Catholic just for background. So, you know, in, in Catholicism, we have incense. Um, and so he was saying that one time in mass, he, uh, you know, the incense, the smoke was coming, going up and he, he saw a word light up in the smoke. Um, I can't remember what he said the word was, unfortunately, but um, he would say he would do stuff like that. And he actually uh, almost became a priest and then uh, met a girl and, you know, you know how it goes. But um, so anyways, that was the first thing. It was he started hearing his name yelled. And then one time, uh, the first time he ever saw her was uh, he had he had woken up and she was, uh, you know, he'd woken up from hearing his name. She was standing at the end of the bed just staring at him. And he said that she looked very angry at him. So <clears throat> he turned, you know, tried to turn the light on. And as soon as he turned the light on, look, look, the, his shoes gone. Right. Whoa. So, and he was telling, so, you know, he was in, he was probably, you know, middle school, high school at this point. If I remember just me being in middle school, high school, if I would have seen that, I would have been freaked out. I would have been out of that room quicker than, you know. I totally agree with you, except for one, I'll clarify one thing. Yeah. Not only was that true in middle school, that wouldn't be true today. That, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Old. And the only difference is the middle school, I couldn't have said mom and dad were moving. Right. Were <laughs> today, I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. That, that's no, it. Yeah. I'm gone. So, and what he said was, he would go right back to sleep. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't scared. It was, and... And that, to me, is more of a reason to believe that this is actually something going on than just, you know. But uh, anyway, so that was, that was the first time he ever saw her. So Now, when you say her. He knows it's a woman. Does he ever find out any stories, any previous no. history of the house? No, they don't. they have don't. an idea of who she might be? No, and they, they sold the house. So, at, actually, I have, I have a story personally that I, you know, that I have, a, that I slept in this room. And I, I have a story, but anyways, uh, so so that was the first time he saw her. He said uh, he was telling me another time that he he saw her. So he was he was sleeping and he was dreaming about having a conversation with her. So in the dream, uh, the ghost had turned on the light was and was opening and shutting his drawers that were right in front of his bed, Whoa. and was trying to get him to let someone in, and he kept saying no. In the dream. This is a dream. So he kept saying no. You know, she kept saying, you know, she kept trying to get him to let someone in. And he, and finally, in the dream, he yelled no. And he woke up. He was sitting up in bed. The light was on and his drawer was open. Holy fuck. Yeah. And like I said, he, he, he said he wasn't scared then, too. He, he said he went right back to sleep, which in, in, my, in my opinion is, is crazy. So I did actually. So I'd heard all these stories. And me and my wife actually lived with them for a while. And we I stayed in this room. I stayed in it once by myself. And I swear, I woke up and I felt like someone was laying in the bed with me. Like, I woke up and I like felt something on my back. I turned around and no, nothing was there. <gasps> and that was like the only, that was the only experience I ever had that I was like, oh crap, something might be in here. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's uh it was pretty crazy. That uh, is insane. Yeah. Wow. See, I think that people, there are certain people in the world 
that have how do you how would you put that right they they the pair like the supernatural they that somehow they they, they have some sort of connection yeah, yeah right yeah because i have an aunt that was that way and uh, i was telling you guys before the podcast but i want to go ahead and, and show it because my aunt becky's awesome but if anyone knows my aunt becky then they know she's awesome um but i remember a time very specifically you know, that i had gotten a promotion and a transfer no one in my family no one in uh and no one other than me and the person that offered me the position knew what was happening. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, a couple hours later when I got home, she had called and said, hey, when were you going to tell us you're moving out west? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's she's nuts. like, well, you're going out west, <laughs> way out west. And she was right. I was moving at the time. It was the longest corporate move they'd ever done. It's from New Lebanon, Ohio to Sam and Idaho. And yeah, it was crazy. I think at a, I need to get her number and ask her what the lottery numbers are going to be. Dude, she's, <laughs> listen, she used to be able to freak us out with some of the stuff she could say and tell. And, um, it was it was intense. And I don't know that she's still, I mean, she's not in the best of health now these days. Right. I don't know if it's as intense as it was, if her, her abilities or her powers or whatever. But uh, um, she was... She was amazing. Yeah. Like just the level of uh, knowledge that she would have and feelings that she would have. We'd go into rooms and, you know, back in the day, um, we, we always messed around with a Ouija board, okay? And some weird stuff would happen oh, yeah. when she was playing on the Ouija board. And I'm not talking about the Ouija board itself. You know, anybody... Uh, can guide, I believe. I really believe people can guide that thing, right? The planchette or whatever. But we're talking about candles that we had lit, like all at the same time going down to a particular oh my God. particular uh, size where they're just barely lit, and then poof, go all the way back up. How many signs did you need to right. play <laughs> the game? That's why, yeah. Seriously. I don't, yeah. I, the, so, like I said, I'm Catholic. Creepy. They, like, Stress, don't mess with Ouija boards, don't mess with tarot cards, because if you're looking, you're going to find something, you know. Well, I, I believe you're opening yourself up for that. 100%. Concept. Yeah, you 100%. Know, you're invited. But I was young and stupid. Right. I mean, a lot of young people do it. I, I remember yeah. uh, here in Anderson County, actually, uh, a bunch of my friends, they got a Ouija board, and they were right in front of the uh, the weight room. And, you know, they were messing with it. And they, they said they saw some stuff, and then they said they, like, threw it in the garbage or something. But then they said they would go lift, and the lights would like flicker on and off, and they started seeing. Some, it, it was crazy. It's creepy. Yeah, I, I, that's that, right. That, that I wouldn't was, mess with it. Like my, I, if it was just me, I wouldn't expect y'all to believe me. But there was myself, right? My buddy Dave, my mother, my aunt. I mean, there was a. When you're not the only one who's yeah of different people that witnessed yeah. the stuff that happened in the house that night with. And the candle thing is something that I will never forget because it wasn't one candle, you know, where Breeze caught it. And it was, we had like 20 candles lit. And this was your aunt that was doing this? Yeah. Oh my and goodness. her friend Lori. But every single one, the, it went all the way down to the little wick and just like, just a bit, just enough light to show that it was still lit. Because we asked for a sign. I'm out of there. And then poof, <laughs> they all went back up as soon as that happened. It See was ya. so bizarre. So. Question for you guys. Sure. 
what places would you rather not go? What buildings would you try to stay away from? What uh, of these type of things that we're talking about? Okay. What would you try to stay away from? I'll tell you exactly, and I brought it up on this this freaking podcast before. There is one building in this area that I will never step foot in really? again, ever. See, if you had left out the I will never step in to it, I would have thought it was the one that you and I plan on going to here. No, 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 no. I don't want to go back. I drive past this place still because it's on a main oh, highway. Oh, and I, I know get, what you're talking about. I get the hair on the back of my neck raises and I get He's talking about a church up in Shelbyville. Yeah, there's a church in Shelbyville. And I've tried, other than going it's to still church. still an active church? Sunday, yes. Other than going to church on Sunday and pulling the pastor off to the side to ask him questions, I've called, I've texted, I've emailed trying to get them to respond to me. Because there is no way that they haven't felt something in their youth center. That It's the little outbuilding. So it's just that one building. It's, it's a small, former, like, ranch-style house that they use for a youth center uh, or a young kid center. Me and the guy that I was working with at the time, Jason, we went in. We were going to put floor mats down. We were we worked in that industry, floor mats, towels, that kind of stuff. Aramark type Air, company. Yeah, like an Aramark or whatever. And we go into this place, and Jason and I are both like, we walk in, and we're like, just stop. And we're like, look at each other. We don't say a word. And we start putting the mats down because we had they had several. That's how we knew it was a youth center because the mats covered most of the floor, right? You know, for spills or whatever. And we got about halfway done, and Jason's like, "Dude, did you feel that?" And I'm like, "Yes." And it was a it was a darkness. You guys were in there by yourself. Yes, and this is a church. This is a, a large church. Yeah, they're a youth center. Yeah, how could you? It was so dark. It weighed. It felt like. Have you ever slept with a weighted blanket? Oh yeah. It felt the the darkness. Well, usually you feel felt, cold. I've heard you like feel cold and like it, get goosebumps. Look, and stuff. look I'm getting. I'm just oh, telling the story. I'm serious. It was. So, Ramona's outside chasing a possum or something. I apologize if you hear in the background. Um, this the weight. Of the darkness in this room. That's scary. What we ended up doing, and I shit you not, we threw the rugs and the towels in the middle of the floor, <laughs> and we bolted. We not, we didn't saunter. We didn't leisurely walk back to the truck. We ran back to the truck and peeled tires. As we the got. fact that you both felt it, too. Yeah, it was absolutely. And it wasn't like we were talking about that until after the fact, because... On that same route is this old hospital that's been converted into other stuff. Yeah. Well, we went to the hospital with nothing. We was like, well, if anything, you would have thought we'd have found something there. Right. Right? But it was not. It was at the church youth center. And, dude, it it felt like you could fall into the darkness and never come out. It'd be awesome I, I to see the history on that house oh, or the building. To. I yeah. would love to. I would love now, to. how far back was this? How many years ago, roughly? Uh, Ten years ago. Okay. Wow. Maybe 10 years ago. Had you, I don't want to throw you under the bus, no, no, but I think whatever. you've told me many times that there was a period in your life when you certainly weren't where you are now. You you go to church and you were a good no, no, person. No, no, I was still there. And, then, and the you other were, dude. You were, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. In fact, J- uh, Jason and I had been talking about, um, sorry, I just finished my bottle of wine. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Yeah, no problem. Um, 
So we had been talking about church and things like that most of the morning. You know, it was it was a very right. light-hearted day. It's not like you were messing with Ouija boards. No, no, right. no. The Ouija boards was back 30, 40 years ago when right. I'm like 15, 20, right. somewhere in that ball. Do you know where I was coming from with sure, my question? Sure, sure, I sure. was thinking maybe this was back in your wilder days, <laughs> and it was the fact that you were the dark going into the light. Oh, <laughs> No, no, no. I was thinking maybe it was the, well, the I, other well, end of the spectrum saying, right, should that, I be here? That I was corrupting the church. I got you. No, no. It wasn't like that, to be honest. It was, uh, I was, uh, it was no, I had probably just, I'd been married for about three years. So it was probably nine years ago, nine, ten years ago. Well, even before you got married, yeah. you were on the right path. So. Yeah. That was, dude, I'll never go back to that place. You could. To, to, I was on the bike the other day, no pastor, and I, yeah, and I told you the other day I was going to stop and get a picture, and I just couldn't pull myself to pull in the parking lot because there was a car pulling out, and I was like, they're going to think I'm weird, oh, and yeah, if something happens, I'm going to die, and no one's going to be here. I, I, I don't know do if you heard it. One of the early episodes we did, we discussed this. And he promised that he would try to get a hold of them to I, see if other things had happened. He's tried numerous times. Yeah, they, yeah, they want to see. Phone call. And that's, you know, for a church, you would Maybe, think. but if but, you got a phone call saying, you know. That's true, yeah. That's true. Like, no, you crazy idiot. Right, yeah. You don't want, and yeah, they, they probably don't want that to get out either, you know. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're going to put your kids in the haunted <laughs> hell of my house. <laughs> yeah. So I can see why they wouldn't oh, be. Man. They're probably thinking that we're some crazy, you know, Satanist right. that wants to right. see shut if we down their church. meetings yeah. in the building or something. So who knows? Brett, Steve told the place that he would stay away from. Anything that you would, that comes to mind, that you would want to stay as far away from as possible? I mean, I don't have anything in particular. I, you know, I guess, you know, everybody thinks insane asylums always, like, freak people. That would freak me out. You know, I've seen some of those ghost shows where they, like, I saw this one where this dude was in the insane asylum. They spent the whole night there, and I guess they the doctor that was there was known to do this procedure where he, I guess, put a needle through their eye to like, yeah, and, and like went through their brain. And so this dude started feeling his eye was burning, and I was like, man, I would have been out of there in the instant. I don't know. So insane asylums, I guess, would always kind of freak me out. But anything that's haunted, I'd probably steer away from, to be honest. Just uh. We have Come a lot of places here yeah. in Kentucky that are beyond the pale. In Cynthiana, for instance, we have um, a covered bridge. And I'm sure wherever there's a covered bridge, there's a covered bridge story. But in this particular story, you go up to the bridge at night, at midnight, honk three times, flash your lights three times, and you'll see a, a girl in a white dress hanging. <sighs> Never saw that. Wait, where? where is this? In Cynthiana? In Cynthiana? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How are going to see that when we go for the other If you'd like to, sure. Um, you can so they, people say they could just see it. Yeah, I mean the covered bridge is still there. So you go up, you go up at midnight, you you flash your lights three times, you honk three times, you turn your lights back on, and she's hanging from the bridge. Oh my god! I don't know that I've ever seen that, but what I, I think do you know, would know if you had saw it. Yeah, what I do know is that's a great place to scare people who are trying to do that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee. Wait, so actually, I. You you asked me that question. I just ca- one just came to mind. So we went to uh, 
when my wife and I got married, we went to Edinburgh, Scotland. That was one of the places we visited. Also, just for the record, I heart Brett's wife. So. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, we went person. to we went to. She's all right. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, so we went to Edinburgh, Scotland, and one of the things that you can do there, there's a, a cemetery there that's that's haunted, and they they give guided tours at night. So we were talking, we were staying with, uh, with a family there in Edinburgh with, through Airbnb. And uh, they were saying that they had friends that went through there. And a lot of them were saying they came out of there with like bite marks, oh. with like cuts on their, their, that they were like, I have no idea where this came from. That's a place I would not go. <laughs> if you want to talk about things like that, our guest in just a couple of weeks, Jerry, is going to talk about the Anderson Hotel. Yeah. You're very local. Uh, that those types of things have not only been reported, they've been documented. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, no thanks. Can't wait. And you and I plan on that's going to be awesome, yeah. though. That's good. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to have Jeff one. And so. the fact that it's local is yeah. pretty cool. It, it's awesome. So, I think he mentioned earlier. What about you, Jerry? You've asked us both yeah. places that you've There is no moved. place in the world that I know of that I would be afraid to go and spend the night alone. What about that island where if you get, you know, the helicopters come by and they throw, like, arrows at it? That's not where I thought you were going <laughs> at all. <laughs> Me either. For some reason, I thought it would You become a shrunken head. It's in a museum or something. There is no place. Now, with that being said, I will add this one caveat. If something were to happen, I'm the first one. <laughs> I'm the first one that's gone. I, I'm probably, I might nudge somebody else if they're there and say, you know, it's time to get the hell out of Dodge. I'm not waiting to see if they're coming. If something does so There's no place you would not go. Like, no, even no. that island that you see this mentioned. Again, I've never had any experience. No one that I know in my family has had any experience. Is it the fact that you don't? Believe that it's not that I don't believe. I do believe it. I believe the Bible teaches that it's been here since the right beginning of the earth. But it doesn't. It doesn't. This is where we get along. He's got. He's got to experience the. I need to see some proof. And when Steve is talking about the documentation, so you would you would still go there though. He and I are both going. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. We're gonna go. We're gonna spend a couple of nights just touring a bunch of wow scary stuff for the podcast. And there is no place that I know that I. Wouldn't go. I'm even. I might even take him to the church, just not to go in, but to drive there. No problem going in the church. Like, do you you feel that feeling when you drive by the church, dude? Every time. Really? The fact that nobody else. I mean, people obviously go there, you know. So yeah, it's a large church. I'm guessing a few hundred people. It's a very large church. They have a separate good size home that probably, as close as it is, was once used as a parsonage. I'm guessing that has been now been converted to the youth center. It's, uh, dude, if you ever want to just, yeah, no, I'd be happy yeah. to take you. I, after, off the air, I don't want to disparage the church. I don't want the people. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. So, right. Um, so I'm not going to give their name. No, on, yeah. But yeah. after the show, I'll be happy to give you the name and you'll be able to look it up and be like, what the? Because right. the house is so unassuming. You can actually look it up on Google Street yeah. View and see the building. Well, I wonder if you could look up how old that building is. I'm sure you could. I mean, probably. I'm a realtor, so I'm pretty yeah, Right, you could, yeah, you could so definitely, yeah. Mid-70s, probably, is when it was built. Just by the That's architecture, it? yeah. Oh, it's not an old home. It's a brick. Yeah, it's, it's a, a brick, it's a brick ranch. Yeah. Man. yeah. Modern-style brick ranch. Yeah. 
Sean, I'm sure it's going to have kitchen and living room on one end. Right. Well, it's good. I mean, it's, it's all open oh, in the okay. center because okay. it's been you right. know, modified, but probably. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, at some point, it probably did. Yeah, so anyway, you don't have any place at all? None. None. So you don't Yet. Like, Yet. Yet. Maybe the Anderson Hotel is going to be at. <laughs> not going to happen. The, here's the deal. Steve is saying that, that it is documented with all these horrible bad things. I'm sure there have been bad things reported. Here's my question. If that many people had literally come away physically injured. They shut it down for a long time. How are they still doing tours? They just restarted two years ago. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So, well, wait, so, so how long what was the, How long was their break? Of- like five, six years west, Jeff, when he comes on the show. Right, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was a good long time. Like ownership changes, I believe. But why would you ever change that? If people were getting physically hurt at this location when they went in to visit, well, people people wanted to go through. Right, that. I'm not I, people will pay people big go. money to do I'm something. Saying, how could you convince someone to think this is a good business opportunity? Need some more wine here? <laughs> you need no, some I bourbon? You need some chair on your chest? No, I don't want any hair on my chest. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Steve. Kill that bottle of wine. Yeah, it's, it's gone. But no, there there is nowhere that I know of in the world that I would be so afraid to go. Where would you even? Where would you be? Well, I'm going to cover. Where would you want to go to see if you can get an experience? You know, Brett had some great personal stories to tell. I have none, sure. as I've said. So what I'm going to be doing is covering some places in Kentucky that um, yeah. are known to be scary type places. Um, first of all, before I go down that road, for anyone who's interested in this type topic. There is a Facebook group in this area called the Paranormal Researchers of the Bluegrass. I would strongly recommend you check them out. I would really like to get one of them on the show as well. <laughs> we plan on doing it. Steve, hold on one second if you would. Just one second. These guys are very active on Facebook. They have a Facebook group, an Instagram group, uh, a YouTube presence as well. And Steve also asked that I not forget his favorite, TikTok. They're also on TikTok. So just, just wanted to mention that. Their main home is on TikTok Facebook. is the devil. <laughs> Their main home is on Facebook. They currently have over a thousand members. And if you're interested in anything related to this in central Kentucky, it's a very good group for that. The first place that I'm going to mention is uh, because of the group that I just mentioned. The Murray Station Homestead in Brooksville, Kentucky, which is up north next to the Ohio River. Uh, crazy things have been reported there for a long time. The place is a 1700-era cabin and slave quarters. Been around that long. Everything from desks to shadowy figures that keeps appearing, faces in windows, full-body apparitions. Uh, Mike and Chris from the Travel Channel's Haunted Towns did an episode there. The reason that I'm mentioning this is 10 days. Today's the 20th, right? 10 days from today, September the 30th. The... Paranormal Researchers of the Bluegrass, in conjunction with Haunted Journeys, are going to be hosting what they are calling, I have no idea the validity of this, but they are calling it the world's largest ghost hunt, 10 days from today at the Murray Station Homestead in Brooksville, Kentucky, Saturday, uh, September 30th of this year. Oh, wow. I wish we could go to that. You know why we can't go to that, though, Jerry? Why? Because... On September or October the 1st at 4 a.m., 
I'm going on vacation. Oh. <laughs> That's a good reason. Yeah. The next place that I'm going to mention earlier, when you ask if there's any place that I might be afraid of to go to, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville. Oh, yeah. Uh, if there's one place that has received an absolute frick ton of publicity in this area for this type of haunting would be the Waverly Hills Sanatoriums. With good reason. The Ghost Hunters TV show called it one of the most haunted hospitals in the eastern United States. It was also featured on the Family Channel's Scariest Places on Earth. It is a massive five-story hospital that was built in 1926 that we used to house the tuberculosis patients in Louisville. It has been described as one of the most terrifying buildings in America. Another Source said that the souls trapped in Waverly Hills have tormented visitors for decades. And that's a lot of souls. It's, it's believed that almost 50,000 people died in this building. 50,000. That's ridiculous. So many died that they built a 537-foot body chute tunnel to be able to get dead people out without destroying the morale of the patients. Now, was that... During its time as a tuberculosis hospital, yes, yeah, wow. yes. So, like, so you say fifty thousand. So, I think of a hospital. Surely, a lot of people die in a like a regular hospital now. So, sure. what you know? I mean, you probably don't. You, you might not know, but I, I wonder what I wonder what like a normal hospital that's been open, you know, twenty years or something. What? How many deaths that they would have experienced? Well, when you think about fifty thousand, if you want to divide that by twenty years. That's five. That's twenty five hundred per year. So that's eight per day. That's a lot. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Eight I'm not people a, per day. I mean, that's every a lot. Day yeah. every week, every month. So in two thousand eighteen, okay, the percentage of all de- of death from all causes that occurred that occurred in a hospital was thirty five point one percent at. Most of those are prevented at just twenty two thousand a year. Thirty five percent of what? Well, it doesn't say. <laughs> the death rate is thirty of, of, of all total. patients. Yeah, thirty five percent of everyone who walks in a hospital I, I, dies. What it says? Going to the hospital <laughs> for any reason. It says, and this is a, and I Google only have this. a sixty four point nine percent chance of walking out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, you're sexy, so you'll get you'll get it right. <laughs> In 2000, and here's a little more, a little, uh, that's not really a good number either. Let's not, let's just, let's just, let's, it's, it's not an answer. I don't like this. because I, I would be curious, though, crazy. to say, like, because, you know, 50,000 sounds like a lot, but I wonder just what normal hospitals experience. Well, again, I, I think would they think, would, oh, I was just going to say, hospitals today are not generalized. Most hospitals are very... Open. They have lots of things that they do. Right. You have your critical patients, your emergency patients, your ICUs, right? And your general, you know, your like, you know, and And this wasn't a general hospital, right? Sanatorium, right? Right. People go there to die. Was keep tuberculosis patients, and at the time, it had almost a one hundred percent mortality rate. No one lived through it. They didn't have it. It didn't. Yeah, this is very different. Sixties when they come out with antibiotics and were able to successfully treat it. Before that. 99.9% 99.9% of people, if you've got tuberculosis, you're going to die. Do you want to know a fun fact? Uh, sure. I actually test positive for tuberculosis every time That's I do the test. Not that really? Yeah. 
I have it's not active disease, but I have I have the antibodies. Probably they suggest from when I used to hundred years ago drive a school bus. Wow. Yep. So every time I don't even have to take the test now, they'll give me a paper. It never goes away? Nope. Until I Is that normal? See, well, no, you can take the antibiotics like Jerry was talking about, but my body rejected the antibiotics. They would literally every time I took a dose, it put me to sleep for four hours. Every single time. So I couldn't take the antibiotics. But yeah. I don't have active disease. I can't give you right, 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 right. Yeah, but I do test positive every single time. Right. So, so if there's one place that I would probably want to stay away from, it would probably be this one. Having said that, this year they are having an, an antique car show uh, on September the 30th from nine to three p.m. They are billing it as the first annual Ghost Town Gathering. There's going to be an antique car show at <laughs> Waverly Sanatorium. I would probably go there for that. Do what? Christine going to be there? Is Christine? I don't know, but if she is, I'm definitely going to be there. If I find out Christine's going to be there. Absolutely. Stephen King's Christine. Who, oh, yeah. who would possibly miss that? One more quick one. Bobby Mackey's Music World. It was oh, the most haunted nightclub in America. It's built in Newport, Kentucky. It was originally a slaughterhouse and meatpacking facility. In the lowest part of the building, they had dug a well a deep well, and they were using that to hold the blood, guts, and the waste from slaughtered animals. Some researchers today believe that after the slaughterhouse was closed, and that happened in the 1890s, that satanic cult activity took place in the building around the well, that animals and possibly humans were being sacrificed uh, during secret meetings. The slaughterhouse was demolished in the early part of the 20th century, and the lot sat empty until the 20s. When the current building was erected that served as a casino and nightclub. In the 1950s, Johanna, a dance hall girl and the daughter of the nightclub's owner, fell in love with a singer. Her, her father refused to allow it. He knew some people in the mafia. He had them, he had him killed. Oh, wow. Uh, when his daughter found out, when I, I skipped the part that she was pregnant and intended to run off with him. But anyway, when she discovered what had happened, she poisoned her father and then committed suicide in the basement of the building. Since that time point, the building has supposedly been haunted by her. Dude, Johanna. Is still I have building. seen things about Bobby Mackey's that makes me want to go because there is so much activity at Bobby Mackey's. This is the first time I've heard of it. It's really? still yeah. the ongoing nightclub. You can yeah. go there on Friday, Saturday nights, and it is a open Nightclub Bobby Mackey still Newport? plays there yeah. in Newport. Wow. Want to go? They also have ghost tours throughout the week. Wow. So, and, and ghost tours. Oh, wow. That's we, amazing. We, we gotta, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. We got to go to Bobby Newport's a cool city. So I, Listen, Bobby Mackey's been on all the big shows. Oh, sure. It's been on uh, all the haunted shows. All the, the, the big uh, paranormal right. research teams have been yeah. there. I just feel like that's the place we got to go. Their motto. Come for the ghost. Stay for the music. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> nice. So that's the places that I would be less active, be less apt to go. I still would Chicken. not stay away from. No, I'll go. <laughs> so you would, you would still go though. You would I would spend the night in any of these places. You would spend the night in so, the sanatorium. I'm pretty. Doesn't doesn't the Waverly Hospital they they let they you spend should. the night and then if you you can rent the place out if you make so I. What I heard was if you 
I, run different I've not looked at this in a long time. This is probably in high school when I heard this, but they, they, they let, if you spend the night and you make it through the whole night, you don't have to pay. That's not a current promotion. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This might've been, I might I got it from high school students. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm old. So. <laughs> He's old. What the hell are we? Double his yourself. I am young and spry and full of vigor. Sure. That's the three kids. They just age you faster. Yeah, they sure do. I know all about that. Five will age even faster. <laughs> just saying. So, we're going to go visit all of them? Spend yeah. the night there? Maybe we can get Brett to one at least. I'd, I'd, I'd how many to. of you guys would be willing, if we could come up with something like Brett was talking about, how many of you guys would be willing to go to Waverly Sanatorium and spend the night? Absolutely. I mean, 100%. Brett. I could be talked into it. I mean, I could be talked into it. I mean, I, I can't guarantee that you wouldn't be in your cot with me and Brett. <laughs> We're just going to be a sandwich. <laughs> you mean the meat, the meat of a Brett Steve sandwich. <laughs> I don't know how you got volunteered for the middle, but there you go. <laughs> well, because he's not scared. He's the, yeah, that's right. He's the, pretty uh, sure I don't have enough That's right not the right. <laughs> <laughs> you almost have to do the joke now. <laughs> Do what? What joke? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. See, all the all the people who are going to you know pay Patreon fees, well, they, they'll they'll know. Before before we go, I do want to say again, thank you, Brett, for being here. Absolutely, with us I had a blast. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you, and I I hope that you're not needed, but you are always welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. If that Anytime you sense. all want me, yeah, um, for sure. We do this every Wednesday, so you're welcome to join us at any time. Um, but thanks again, you know, for being willing to stand up at short notice saying, hey, I'm, I'm in. So, Absolutely. Uh, that really helps us here at Newsworthy. And uh, uh, yeah, stick around. Man, that episode is really interesting. And if you'll stick around for us for just a few commercials, we have another great story to tell you. Hi, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. When it comes to buying a home, the process can be overwhelming and confusing. With so many options, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why it's important to work with a certified mortgage loan originator. I have the knowledge and expertise to guide you through the process and find the best mortgage option for you. I will work with you every step of the way to ensure that you are getting the best deal possible. So if you're looking to purchase or refinance, please reach out to me at 502-680-0953. So don't take on the stress of buying a home alone. Work with me and I will make your dream a reality. Trust the professionals and make your home buying experience a positive one. MLS ID 448-908, DAS Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, MLS ID 227-262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is equal housing opportunity. If you want us to review or rate your product on air, if you have suggestions for new episodes, awesome ghost stories, or anything else, please reach out to us. Our email address is newsworthywithstephenjerry at gmail.com. Our text number is area code 540-709-1318. And now, back to the story. Getting ahead and more. The next time you're in the vicinity of Covington, Kentucky, which is just across the river of Cincinnati, head on over to the Behringer Crawford Museum. A small but amazing place that features all sorts of natural wonders and curiosities. There's a hairball taken from the stomach of a cow, 
a striking two-headed calf in all its taxidermy glory, a giant elk, and a stuffed specimen of a now-extinct miniature breed of English terrier. But what really packs them in, however, isn't all of that. It's the museum's exhibit of a real human shrunken head. Such heads seem to only be in the hands of private collectors or museums these days. So if you're in town, take advantage of this rare opportunity to see a bona fide, um, legitimate freak of nature. The museum in Covington is located at 1600 Montague Road, and it was expanding both space and exhibit-wise when this article was written. So before you show up, make sure you call them to give a, to make sure what's open and if it's open. Uh, that's over in Covington, Kentucky. So cool place to stop in and say, hey, tell them you heard about it on Newsworthy. Two words, two questions. And Jerry, if you can't see the light, be the light.